0: Are you an employer looking to bring on an intern, or are you in school looking for that next internship experience? In this episode of the New How Podcast, we're going to sit down with our summer interns, Derek, Brian, and Ryan, to talk about their experience during summer 2017 as an intern at Design Ones. We're going to discuss what interns should look for in an internship, as well as what an employer should consider while having interns on board during the summer. You're going to learn about the gives and takes of the internship experience and what makes the experience so much more memorable for the employer as well as the intern. So sit back, relax, here we go. This is the New How Podcast. learning to build businesses and real estate in a new age of technology. So I I definitely want to preface this conversation around internships and trying to figure out, you know, what you should be looking for in an internship, what you should make sure you're doing during them and uh, trying to just provide advice for other kids and professionals trying to get into, you know, a business environment and what they should be doing. Yeah,
1: I'd really like to hear almost advice for people like in me and Brian's position. Like, obviously, you guys have seen us from a management standpoint, but also advice to other youngins like yourselves, you know, looking out for internships. Uh, If you find yourself in an internship where you're just getting coffee for somebody, that's probably not giving you the best value. Sure. Uh, I I could use a cup right now. (laughs) But notice how I don't think we ever asked that of you guys this summer. It was because you guys are a lot smarter.
0: I don't think I asked you to clean the coffee pot.
1: We just... We had a cleaning schedule. We had a cleaning schedule. Yeah. Um, But why don't we kind of just start maybe with you, Ryan, because you're the oldest here. Is this your first internship?
2: No, this is my second internship.
1: So what was your first internship? Uh, My first
2: internship was at a firm that's... It was an interior design firm. It was smaller than, than what we do here um it was it was kind of the same vibe um there wasn't there wasn't a lot of go get coffee for the principals there wasn't a lot of doing menial tasks i mean i did an errand once in a while there was some cad work sure cad monkey kind of stuff um but both of them were really like friendly engaging challenging environments Mm -hmm. um i mean i felt like part of each team from day one right so
1: How would you compare the smaller interior design shop to this past summer at design blends where you saw a lot of growth, you know, in the big office and et cetera. Um, was it more exciting or kind of the same?
2: Well, this one was much more exciting because of the, the larger scale projects that I did. Um, at the interior design firm, it was more like the, the project that I was on was a restaurant and the, um, I was mostly doing small details mm-hmm. um, because the the overall was already designed and in, in construction. So I was doing more like millwork details right. and, and small stuff. The nitty gritty, right? Which I left before I got to see realize, and I haven't been back to New York since, <laughs> yeah. so I haven't even seen it yet. All right, but well, what about um, you, Derek? I mean, you kind of being
1: the younger one here, and yeah. This is obviously your first. I think it's your first. Yeah, definitely, experience. definitely first
3: internship. Um, so. I was pretty surprised when you guys hired me in the first place. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't... Me too. Yeah, right? <laughs> I, I thought my age was really going to set me back. And and How old are you? I'm 19. What? So, yeah. You're 19? Yeah. I, mean, I forgot about that. You're, you're not invited to the office happy hour. Are they? Birthday's coming up. Just give me
1: another, <laughs> another year. year
3: that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually interviewed in the, the old office downstairs. That's right. So I came in and uh, on my first day, like after you guys had finally gotten back to my emails... I, uh, I, uh, came in and I waited down there cause I got here at like eight and like, yeah, office opens at nine, but I was there for like 35 minutes before someone was like, yeah, they moved upstairs. So I was like, okay, well, this is weird. Um, so I walked through the door upstairs and I was like, oh, my God, there's like a Claire story and everything. It was, in, it was insane. It was like MTV Cribs. So when you when you were looking for an internship this summer, obviously, we weren't the first place, the only place you applied to. Right? No. no, definitely not the only place. Were we the only people, group that got back to you? Yeah. Uh, no, actually a lot of people, uh, got back to me with like, this is, this is great stuff. Like, keep it up. Yeah. Talk to us when you're older, <laughs> which is like, we'll keep you on file. Yeah. Right yeah. Now. Which is like not an answer you want to hear when you're I mean hungry to
1: learn. <laughs> kind of the way me and Brian have always looked at hiring interns is based on, uh, how hungry they are, you know, willing to learn, you know, new softwares and you didn't know our main software in this office and now you're leaving this summer knowing it and you're going to go run train when you're going back to school. It's going to be a lot
0: of kids pissed off in your grade that uh, you know the software and they haven't even probably opened it.
1: Right. (laughs) And and that's kind of, you know, I think a great preface to kind of comparing to school, you know, what you're learning in school and how it relates to the real world, you know, especially the internship experience. And I think that really for all three of you guys, you're at different stages now. Would you guys say you've learned a lot in these past couple months or – more than what you
4: learned in school? Different avenue what you learned in school? I would say in two months, I've learned more than in three years of architecture learned school. and
0: more in two Which months much in more three practical. years. What's your tuition over there, Philia?
4: <laughs> I can buy a pretty nice house. <laughs> 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 All right,
0: we'll, we'll, we'll
3: charge you 30%. You just stick around here.
0: So I'll, give you, I'll give
3: you a design lens degree. I think the main difference was uh, at school, we are paying for a studio environment. And then here, it's a studio environment that we are being paid to be in. Yeah. So it's like, mm-hmm. Uh, you definitely feel better about coming to work than coming to studio, but it's the same feeling. It's the same atmosphere. Right.
0: Well, the, the one thing I will say, you know, it wasn't like that for Tony and I. No. Right. No. Like, you know, I, honestly, you guys are spoiled yeah, totally. right now. Totally. Because yeah. we set up this environment originally because majority of firms out there, you do not get excited for every morning. They call them. You do not know you're going to go in there and feel like it's a studio environment. Right. And that was one of the things that when we set up this company, we're like the culture, number one needs to be prefaced around studio environment because uh, just falls so many creative things happening, new ideas, you know, and, and everyone, I feel like it gives everyone an even playing field. Yeah. You know,
1: definitely. We try to create an environment where ideas can hit each other and collaborate and almost organically. And, you know, all three of you guys have done that in addition to the rest of the team. And we've learned so much from you and you guys have learned from us. And that's kind of what an internship experience should be is about learning and being versatile, doing different stuff. Uh, you know on a daily basis
0: what's what's like something fun you did this summer that like you're like gonna remember you're gonna go back to school and tell everyone
2: disclaimer yeah disclaimer <laughs>
0: <laughs> without trying to mention high level uh yeah, client yeah. names or anything
2: no, no names let's see uh, the. that was the, the most fun <laughs> it was the large project that first sprint week yeah, um,
1: for- I will. I will say when I brought both of you down there, that was a good. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, just oh, being yeah, able to see you survey and, and yeah. figure out things. How do we? Survey? It's
0: a ho- it's a hotel tower, twelve hundred yeah. something rooms. How do we survey?
1: Yeah. You know, ten thousand square feet of corridor with a ceiling schedule. <laughs> you know, and I just kind of said, Ryan, figure it out. and, <laughs> and Figure it out in your little sketchbook. You know, if you didn't have grid paper, I can't even have been so much harder grid paper. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. but again, that you know that that organically happened that day. Mm-hmm. Because we were like, shit, we didn't have prod, plot out enough drawings to do this entire ceiling. How are we gonna notate all this? Well, if the ceiling's a grid and we have a grid notebook, why can't we just do it here? Yeah. Uh, and that sort of organic, simplistic thing is is really great out of just things happening. yeah What about you, Brian? What was your favorite thing?
4: I know I know what my favorite thing is that you did, but what was your favorite? Thing? So I mean. I was expecting to kind of get like one task that I would do all summer, but I was given so many different jobs in different areas. I was doing construction documents, stoning documents. I was doing this stuff. Yeah. Um, I know you're probably referencing the rendering for a sushi restaurant. Sushi restaurant. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that was a lot of fun to do just because it was out of the scope of what I can do at school. Mm-hmm. I got to put a lot of time into it, um, utilize programs differently. So uh, definitely doing the viz work was my favorite.
1: Yeah, I mean, that, that sushi restaurant's a big project for us, and that one rendering that mm-hmm. we've done, that you did, has been shown to so many people.
0: Yeah. Unfortunately, the, now the reality takes place, and that ceiling's only gonna be nine and a half feet tall, and uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just like the bullshit that comes up once you, you know, the design's Lucky great, but it. it's like, how does it, uh, you know, the, when they built Panera upstairs, they actually ran like piping that now sits down, literally through the middle of the space, so now they're gonna do a nine and a half foot drop ceiling, to, to
3: the back. Paint it black. I don't know what they're gonna do. You should have it black. Was, but it's, it's just, it's just like, ugh. I think the competition was probably the most fun I've had. The design like, competition. Yeah. Like yeah. every every day during that like two or three week period when we we're like really grinding, I just came to work and I was like, oh, I'm doing competition stuff today. Yeah. We're gonna win. Oh my fucking god. <laughs> <laughs> that's the good attitude. I'm right? hoping
0: we win. That'd yeah. be nice. We'll know in October, I think. I don't
1: know. I think that's yeah. over. Um, Ryan, what was your favorite 100 like kind of taken out of the summer? Well, maybe not even, it doesn't even have to be project-based. It could just be, Yeah.
0: did you like sitting in a raised-up chair, or would you rather have been in a lower chair <laughs> at the Render Bar?
2: No, the Render Bar was fun. Uh, I got to clown, a lot, clown around a lot with these guys. Not too much. <laughs> uh,
1: my favorite thing about the Render Bar was just how everyone would always stop and see what you guys were doing, no matter, yeah. who, no matter who it was. You mm-hmm. know, whether it was Mark Morelli, or if it was me, or if it was Brian. <laughs> and clients. Clients, you know, it's just, the render bar, quote for quote, was literally just an idea when we moved into 203 yeah. downstairs. And we're like, do we do another render bar upstairs? If I
0: ever open up a, a bar, it'll be called the it's render gonna bar. It's going to be called the
1: render <laughs> bar. <laughs> and uh, it was always known, like, yeah, that's where the flex people are sitting. That's where the hot desks are. Uh, and that really became your guys' home this summer. You mm-hmm. know, one, two, three, those were your seats. You know, nobody was changing those out.
0: six monitors lined up yeah, three awesome. awesome. keyboards i'll we'll have to show them we
1: will have to put a picture of something for this so people can see it yeah um what kind of advice do you have for other people in your age group doesn't even have to be in the same profession but you know there's a lot of businesses out there people are looking to gain experience some people are gaining experience for free they're not
0: getting paid and also maybe another preference would be like what do you advise people that are Own businesses to look for interns or to provide interns that maybe you got out of it, right? So two ways. Two ways to look at it. Who wants to start? I'll start. All right,
4: advice. This goes for the employer and for the intern. Like most of my friends, this summer are doing the same thing, and a lot of them really hate their jobs, and a lot really like their jobs. The ones that hate them are just bored because they're not learning anything. They don't feel like they're doing anything meaningful. Like, they're almost just doing the coffee runs or just, you know, fixing a line on the drawing. Right. The ones that like their jobs, like what I do here, we're doing meaningful work. We get to get really deep into the projects, learn new programs. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said, I feel like I'm learning more than I learned in school. Yeah. That's a common experience. It, and I, I
0: will say, <laughs> as the employer, right, like, I don't give a shit what firm you worked at. I don't give a shit what it says on your resume. I really don't. I don't care if you work for Bajaric English. If you don't know how to do something or have the right character, it means absolute shit. Mm-hmm. right sure. so if you're sitting at a firm working at a big firm you're running coffee around and you think just because you got that on your resume means you're going to come out making a shitload of money or being able to design the next skyscraper it doesn't
1: right. experience yeah. is not on paper yeah you know, exactly experience happens from actually doing it and you know we look at a resume i don't even i barely look yeah i don't even I, care I'm, 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 I'm talking to you guys you know yeah that's more of the concept
0: we know we can train like how much did you guys learn and how quickly this summer two months you guys are like feel pretty fucking proficient in what you're doing right mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, we know that we can easily train that there's endless resources to learn software, but it's like, I can't train you guys to be you. Right. Right. That's what we look for. Right. And that's very different from how other people hire.
3: Yeah, definitely. What other kind of advice do we have? Uh, I really appreciated the the blurred line between intern and employee here. Mm-hmm. Like you guys treated us like employees, like straight off the bat. Like it's not just that we're on the payroll. We're like part of the team. Right. right. And then also i think it's important to take a step back and realize that we aren't employees we are interns and our main priority here is to learn so yeah like there's the there's the crap tasks where you have to like go and do the same repetitive thing over and over again but that is learning still and then you have to supplement in those those better tasks right and with that like i feel like there was a lot of control on our end as well of mm-hmm. what we were like what projects we were working on right if we didn't feel comfortable mm-hmm. doing something it was all right, do something else, or here's a better way to do it so you aren't uncomfortable. Right, right. So
1: that was definitely something for me on the day-to-day. I really try to push raw through because commonly you come over to us all right, what are we doing today? You know, and I'm like, all right, well, I got to think of something for this kid for the next two hours to hold him over until Scott can get back from his meeting. So Derek, all right, go measure some windows. And I'll just go draw up some graphics. Um, and that's kind of the versatility to being an intern at, at Design Lens, but also, you know, being able to do those different things you know as a utility player and just being open to it you know that's kind of another character thing mm-hmm. you know able to learn able to kind of take something by the reins and go with it yeah.
2: cool. I got one little thing is I learned a lot and it's, everyone here said that um, but I learned significantly different things here than I did at school <laughs> school really taught like how to <coughs> think how to Become a designer, like how to work through problems and stuff like that. Having actual uh, firm experience was so important because I know how the industry works now. Like I know what channels you have to go through to get what done, mm-hmm. and how to survey. I've never even thought about surveying before. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, people
0: don't realize a majority of architecture work is like renovation stuff right, <laughs> yeah.
1: right surveying existing and then drafting up those existing conditions which is mm-hmm. a huge
2: thing right and then figuring out how to use the softwares that I already am pretty good at to do these other things that I didn't even think were, I didn't even know existed before right so it's just like a whole new twist on, on everything I've already learned mm-hmm. plus new stuff
0: mm-hmm. yep
1: um, what are you most excited about continuing to grow as your design career grows as a student? Um, uh, but, you know, maybe next steps, where do you want to be next summer? You know, do you want to be at a design blends or do you want to be at a different size firm? And I'm not going to hold anything against you. Brian, I know is sticking with us for the fall, which is really exciting. His, his schedule allows for it. Uh, I think both you guys, your schedules are
2: too busy, right? I'm right? pop back in the spring. Right, right.
3: Cool. Yeah. Well, we'll see how, how we're schedule (laughs) we'll see if i survive (laughs) yeah you're in gauntlet yeah (coughs) well you're you're fourth going to third going to third (coughs) but going to third pray for me
1: (laughs) best of luck (laughs) um but no i mean we've had a lot of interns in the past you know from different backgrounds graphic design um you know architecture interior design and you know you guys really worked well together you Mm -hmm. know that we noticed and that was one of the things i wanted to say oh Derek, do you know Ryan also or Brian? Do you know Derek? You know yep. before you guys got here, mm-hmm. uh, and the dynamic that you guys had was really, really good. I think. Yeah.
3: Brian's first day, it was just like, "Sup, Brian." It's like, "Sup, Derek." Yeah, because you guys <laughs> like
1: you guys see <laughs> each in school yeah. and everything. Yep. I mean, that was kind of strategic on our end is to kind of make sure that the people we bring on are going to mesh well together. Yeah. You mm-hmm.
0: know, like the best. You know, we've always tried to hire within. It's pretty rare that someone comes on our team and there isn't a third party connection. Right. You know because because it, it, it means a lot right it means that you know you because know, the way i got you know real estate agents no real estate agents architects no architects builders no builders but like the one thing that the next level is like really good architects no really good architects right so if we find an intern that's really talented I, when I was in school, I didn't like hanging out with the kids that didn't give a shit because what what does that do for me, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? So like we know when there's someone really good, they probably have other really good people that they would enjoy working with on a daily basis, and and that goes to professional. You know, I I mean, I literally just got off the phone with someone that works at a firm, and he's a senior project manager, and he's a, sounds like a fucking asshole, right? So why wh- and what does he probably know? Other assholes, right. right? And that's and but it's just a testament to like what goes on at that firm, and it's just why would you want to work with them? Yeah, right. And it's just.
1: I mean, you become the average of the five people around you. So he's probably surrounded by a bunch of assholes. Yeah. You and like, you know, you guys are surrounded by us every day. Yeah. And, you know, I see us now in you guys, you know, coming out a little bit. Your kind of goofiness character, but also your ability to wire in and get shit done for six, seven, eight hours at a time. But also figuring stuff out when a problem arises. You know, you guys put your head together. Yeah. And that's character, man. You can't train that. Of that's, course. That's, that's just experience and organic. And you guys brought it to the table. Yeah. Um.
0: You guys got any questions for us? Anything you've been thinking of, or anything that's like you've been itching to know throughout the summer, like from a business standpoint, or from like or like kind of anything? <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: Are you guys just seen it all? I, you think?
3: I don't have a specific question. I'm excited to see where you guys end up going, because like obviously I'm a I'm a temporary installation in this ever ever <laughs> roaming art gallery, right? Yep. So, yep. I'm just <laughs> sorry. You guys have grown so much in in. Like I didn't know your history before. Yeah, a tiny, a tiny amount of time. Like this is inconceivable. You're fresh out of school, so I don't know. It just uh, yeah. You guys can smile more. Sorry, (laughs) take the plug. Um, I just like you guys are trying for drones, right? In the near future, I'm. When do you get there? (laughs) Sorry, I'm gonna. No, I mean it's just it all comes down to having a vision
0: and then executing upon it, right? The dream, the the dream, anyone can fucking dream, Mm -hmm. right? Like I can dream to walk on the moon, but like if I don't have my own rocket ship, I don't know how to hop around, right? I don't know how to put on the astronaut suit. I'm never gonna fucking achieve it, right? right? It's just like taking the necessary steps one by one to get there and solving for the bullshit along the way, because there's always bullshit. That, that, That will never change. The bullshit and the stress levels are just different things, right? Before it was like, for at least my stress level was, how do I get this drawing done? Like, or how do I get these floor plans done? I got a hundred floor plans to do, right? How do I get them done? Now my stress level is we have to secure this partnership with this bank or with this person in order to get us to that next level. Just like getting that floor plan done to make that client happy to get revenue in is still stressful. It's just, it, it just escalates and you just keep doing it. And what people don't realize is they try to go without dealing with that stuff, without understanding how to do a floor plan. Like I know how to do a floor plan. You could probably do it a little quicker than me, but I know exactly what it should look like. I know the components that go into it and how it should look at the end of the day, right? But you have to understand every piece and keep keep learning that to get to that next level.
3: And it's that holistic approach where you're always looking back and seeing if you can do something better. That's right. what I really like about DB. It's just that like, you're not done. You're not satisfied. Never settle. Never settle. Yeah.
0: You can't. You can't actually. You're never done, right? Even as an architect, you could always be better. That drawing could always not have an error on it or spelling right? There's always something. There's always something you could do that will get it better. But and it's like, how how far do you have to go? Like, there's people that will spend 10 years of their career doing stair details for yeah. skyscrapers. I'd say I'd be done after three months because I feel like I learned enough to understand what I need to know, and now I'm going to move on to the next step of the ladder. Right. That, that's kind of what we've done here in a way. You know, I've I've hidden every wrong. tone. Tony will tell you I've done literally everything you guys have done. And then some. Right. But like, you know, for where I sit as CEO to get to what I've done, I, I understand what you guys are dealing with on a daily basis. And then it's just applying that to the next step of the
1: equation. Right. Like of what they don't teach you in school. Mm-hmm. I mean, to go back to where drones are, yeah, I think. Just summing that up, not just as an, a business or, an, or as an intern, but in life, you have to have goals. You have to have two types of goals, ready? You have to have a short-range goal, which you're going to hit by the end of this day or the end of this week, and then you're going to have a long-range goal that you're going to hit within a few years, decades, et cetera, et cetera. So you guys have short-range goals right now, mm-hmm. getting out of school, you know, learning a lot of stuff. Passing, long, passing pass, design passing five, right, your third year. <laughs> but then your long-range goal... <laughs> is maybe becoming the next Björk or starting your own firm or coming back to DB and running a department of renderings. You know, setting those two dots up is how you get to where you got to go. And then, of course, execution hmm. is the same That's the, that's the difference. That's the only thing. If you don't execute, you'll never hit them. You know, so that's- You
0: can talk about executing. You can talk about wanting to execute. You can talk about maybe asking someone if it's okay to execute.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But if you actually don't do it, what well, you're just it right it's like oh everyone had an idea like, like you had, everyone had an uber right yeah uber right oh i i could have made uber i could have done facebook but like you didn't yeah because you didn't do anything
2: right
0: right and then it's what well, people don't realize you know the way we got to this point too like all right yeah you guys it's different for you're in school you're studying like i gotta get my project done i gotta get this done and then what happens when that's done what are you doing are you sitting are you watching tv yeah. are you going out and drinking <laughs> i mean Tony will tell you, like, dude, I fucking freshman year, I partied my ass off for the first semester. Second semester, I had a professor, John Gwynn, and that's where it all stopped and clicked for me. And after that, I sacrificed a lot. Don't get me wrong, I still had fun at party, but, like, I wasn't out every Saturday night, Friday night. I was fucking working in the studio, learning, becoming the best person I was. And that's the that's differentiator, right? Hard work. Like, trust me, I'm not the best fucking designer by any means. I'm not the best... Uh, person that doing real estate development, but I fucking guarantee I outwork a lot of people. And that's the differentiator. If I'm not good, I'm gonna keep hitting it, hitting it, and then eventually I'm gonna get it the fuck right. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's what I'd recommend for you guys, like in school, like, all right, you got your studio price done, then what? Do you come and spend 10 hours learning what a firm environment looks like and how to deal with clients? But I promise it will happen if you hit, keep hitting every one of those ladders to get to the point where the client calls you up and screams at you. Is that the goal?
3: That's the long term. Well, that's, that's, <laughs> it's part want, of the process. If, if, if you want right? it to be. If you, if
0: you want, want it to be. be. Yeah. Some people will never experience that and will go on and just work at a firm and they'll never talk to a client. Which is fine yeah. if they want to do that. It
1: yeah. comes down to what you want.
0: And what your goal is and your vision.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think for this summer, you guys learned a lot from all different facets of this industry, right? Maybe you're starting to identify, I'd rather do this than that. That's really what internships are. That's it. You know, like I, I worked for two internship, two internships and retail when I was in college and I learned exactly what I didn't want to do. Mm. And then I went into a full-time job and I still figured out what I didn't want to do. That's all what this is about is for, for experience. So if you can just take something that you really, really like, or like really, really don't like, then you guys won. you guys won. Now take that into school and grind. Just grind. You know why? Because you're young and yeah. you have nothing to lose. You know, you have no budgets on these projects. You have no structural issues to deal with. Just learn and keep adding value to yourself because that's going to make you guys more valuable when you leave college. Definitely.
0: What else you got? What other question? Did we answer your question?
3: (laughs)
1: Someone else has a question.
0: Yeah, come on. No one? Mm.
1: We can edit this down, right? (laughs) (laughs) Not that part. It's all good. (laughs) What was your favorite place to eat, Manny Young? favorite or cheapest oh come
2: on you're gonna say
3: we're gonna say riverside don't yeah, say. i mean i like riverside i think i think union taco is like the go-to if i wanted like if everyone else is already already getting food and yeah. and i've missed the the lunch train mm-hmm. i wasn't in the, the db lunch slack um, <laughs> db so lunch on. slack Love yeah it. yeah
1: what do you guys think of slack by the way just
3: that's get... pretty
4: cool yeah like if i don't want to interrupt what you're doing <laughs> across the room like i can just send you a message i know you'll see it in five minutes yeah and I can Hopefully. still like make eye contact across the room, like yes, this is urgent.
3: <laughs> okay. Honestly, I have a I have a newfound respect for Slack. This is my second instance using it. Oh, that's right. <clears> yeah. <throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a nightmare. I did not enjoy using it for for like a club based um, activity because it was uh, something that you have to check constantly. Like Slack's great because it gives you like little notifications and mm-hmm. it's like a great like work supplement for mm-hmm. communication. Mm-hmm. But if it's something that you have to like, it's an it's a, it's a separate app and something you're doing in your free time. Like then, like, it's a separate email thing.
2: Yeah, basically, no, okay, it right. just—it's one more
3: messaging system to check on your phone, right? Which sure. gets kind of like me or yeah, ideas. yeah, yeah. Stuff is, gets lost. This yeah. is
2: also my second instance using it, and my first one was not a good experience either. Mm-hmm. It was for um, what was it? It was the Verizon project through through the, the Nexus Learning. Okay,
0: they used the it. Thing. Nice. Yeah.
2: So, um, which is it? Was more of a collaborative. Uh, thing I was the only architect doing the project, mm-hmm. and it was, it was basically you got so much information, a lot of which didn't need to come to me, and the way it was set up was poor. And so it of wasn't important. filtered properly. Right. Um,
0: yeah, I mean, talking about filters, I don't know how many channels do you guys have access to. At uh-huh. this
3: point, all that I need.
2: But... <laughs> uh, <there's>, like, <laughs> it took a Ever growing amount. But it's, <clears throat> yeah.
3: Like stopped. 10, 15? Yeah. yeah I, I have best. sixty on my Slack. Yeah. But they're all but, they're all. but they're all
0: specific right? right like if i need to talk with mike about billing in the construction department guess what there's yeah, a channel, is for, the channel that. for that <laughs> That's slack, it. slack has been
1: such a great addition to our team overall yep. in just communication <laughs> but also building culture like i love the, the db the uh, emojis the emojis <laughs> that happen the, the db i added happen. the ac one yeah like right. uh, <laughs> it's just again it's self-expression it, it, it lowers the tone like i remember when you guys first started here and you came in you know buttoned up <laughs> you know stuck in you know ready to go and i look at around the. well i've got one person in flip-flops one person in short or two people in shorts and everybody's untalked, feeling like themselves and that's something that else just goes <clears throat> unspoken in a lot yeah. of internships is you got to play the role of uh you know i think the biggest thing is just being yourself and learning stuff yeah so i have a question for you guys sure um we obviously
3: learned a lot from being here <clears throat> what did you learn from us you have
1: to be prepared no matter what, because things always change every day. And I think the biggest thing for me is as a manager, because day to day I have to manage a lot of projects and clients and how to get things done. You have to be prepared before everyone gets in the office. Uh, and then as soon as the fires start coming in, you're able to stay focused, control the situation, uh, and then just get through it with a positive mindset. You guys brought the the humor back out in this, in this office. So <laughs> it was very good to kind of get through problems with a sense of humor uh, and just being able to be prepared and manage things more effectively. What do you think, Brian?
0: Uh, you you guys, you know, because obviously our organization has grown. So from an HR standpoint, it's been good because I've been systemizing the way that I deal with running payroll. You know, there's people that there's, you know, we pay people out of this building here seven different ways, right? There's people that don't get a salary, they get commission, there's people that get paid hourly. There's people that are on a salary that didn't have pay days off. So it was helpful just adding another <coughs> component and layer with like multiple, like, I think it was the first summer we had like three interns. Yeah. Like typically right. it might just been one or maybe one and a half. Or like, the same amount. The Yeah. You know. And, uh, yeah, working consistently. So like, it was good to, yeah. cause it helped me systemize that a little bit for our company and how we, uh, you know, handle the culture and, uh, and payroll essentially. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, I've, we learned a lot just for the onboarding process and hiring, looking mm-hmm. for things. Um, and now it's just like, how do we continue to do it, you know, at scale and grow more?
0: And also your feedback. You yeah, uh, know, you know, I haven't, none of you have come to me with a problem, an issue. You know, it's just been like, oh, this is really awesome. Keep doing it. You know, and that's, that's exciting for me to know that we've kind of set up the culture around here, at least in the right way. We might not, we may not make as much money as we could, but at the same time, <laughs> I'd rather have you guys begging to come back here and want to work here for the mm-hmm. next 10 years, mm-hmm. as opposed to. Want to work here for a year and leave, and then we got to train somebody else, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, we'd love to see you guys be here for a very long time if you guys wanted to be here, because you guys fit the bill.
0: But we also understand we know we're not it. We know right. we're not a, the best architecture firm in the world. Talk
1: about Matt a little bit, because yeah,
3: we heard him when he
0: was in his Yeah, studio. and we're going to get him on here so he can defend himself, too. But, you know, <laughs> Billy, too. You know, we've had people that have come here, that have stayed here, loved it, and said, hey, you know, what, what else is out there? I want to go see. That's not a problem, you know. We encourage it. We encourage it, highly encouraged, and, uh, and then came back real quick.
2: Cause <laughs> so and, and, I mean, is that what my guys did? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he worked and as an intern. He was our
1: first, like, big intern yeah. hire.
0: Billy did that too. Ooh, Billy, Billy we actually put up in an Airbnb for four months after graduation just because he was, like, in a little gap, and then mm-hmm. he went off to a bigger firm, <laughs> stayed there for about a year, and then we had a conversation, back. came back. Yeah. Oh, cool. You know, so the, it's we highly encourage that we encourage tinkering we, you need to know what a corporate environment feels like you should yeah even if you don't think you, you want to be that. there but you should know at the end of the day like i knew at the end of the day i ran the i ran the uh you know it's like run it and run the play out right on everything like i was gonna test for architecture. I took a test, right? right? But then I quickly learned that I wasn't the most passionate. I will never be a licensed architect Mm -hmm. unless I get to the point where I don't have anything to fucking do on a daily basis. And I just would wanna get licensed, but I don't see that ever happening for Mm -hmm. me. You know, and that's just cause not what I'm purely passionate about. And back to that, it's like, you know, using this as a means to understand what you wanna do. We have an intern that's like, hey, I wanna be more project management and business side to this profession. I really enjoy that more than actually doing the work and that's okay. You know, it's, it's balancing that too. Cause some people really like designing and understanding and getting into the nitty gritty of the building. But I'll tell you right now, those people don't know how to run a business because there's so much that needs to be learned on that side of things that you don't have time to worry about where the door is placed on the first floor of the bedroom. You don't, it doesn't exist. Uh, that's an irrelevant question. It comes out to, are we profitable? Did we spend too much time designing it? There's just another way of looking at the, the profession. And, uh, I highly encourage you guys to figure out the the quicker you figure out where you want to head and what you're passionate about. You'll just be that more successful in life. Some people don't figure it out till they're 40 years old.
1: That's okay. Some people don't figure out ever.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah. I think, I think being here accelerated that process a lot. Like I was able to to learn a lot about what I enjoy as, as like a team member, as Mm -hmm. opposed to just as like Derek.
1: Yeah. You know, like,
3: (laughs) uh, I have a new love for like branding and graphic design and a new love for systems building. Like I, I really enjoyed the freedom of letting brian and i kind of just roll with that mm-hmm. like something wasn't working it wasn't efficient so we just opened it back up and right reworked it that's how we do things mm-hmm. yep whereas like i can imagine the frustration of being somewhere else where it's like no this is the way we do do stuff this is our standard it'll take you six hours <laughs> Yeah, no, that's, that was at the last internship they were they were set on
2: autocad and sketchup Ugh. two programs that i'm very sufficient with uh, efficient It's width.
0: just adapting right architects used to hand draw everything mm-hmm. yeah. i mean you, there was the battle of be going from hand drawn to cat right oh no <laughs> cat no it has got to be hand drawn <laughs> right now i know we're in the battle of cad to to BIM, right whether it's you're using graphisoft or autodesk products like mm-hmm. the fact of like quantifying what goes into a building right mm-hmm. the architecture industry has been so far behind i mean we're Decades behind on their industries. Right. You know, I'll tell you right now, they're not drawing the new Tesla car and AutoCAD, mm. right? It's because it just can't be done that mm-hmm. way. And that's, you know, as as we progress in humanity, you know, buildings will be the same way. You won't be able to draw them with single line components. It's not going to work with, with how the, the government will put in strict regulations for energy. Like, And it's just from a moral standpoint, if you're drawing things with line work and you don't understand how they're going together, what are you really doing? Mm. At least that's my perception of the industry. I'm not, I'm not in the nitty gritty, but I would much rather know, yeah, I'd much rather know how many pieces of wood that the developer is going to have to buy. Cause to me, that just is morally responsible.
1: Yeah. If there's a better way, why not? Yeah. Yeah. Right. If it can be done, why wouldn't you do it? Yeah, exactly. I think it comes to having meaning and impact what you kind of said earlier in this conversation. And uh, if you feel like your what you do has meaning, then you're in the right spot, you know? And I think that we found our niche, you guys found your niche here. And uh, I think for any potential intern out there that's listening to this is to find a space where you can have impact, whether it's video production or if it's editing Photoshop images or learning new software on your own at night and then applying to that really big job that you want. Just make yourself have impact in any sort of aspect.
0: Mm -hmm. Anything else you guys got or you just just want to get back to (laughs) back to your chicken fingers? I need coffee. I need some coffee. (laughs) What's Um, up?
2: When, so when you hired the three of us kind of, kind of as a group, did you kind of envision like me going arc side, Brian going biz side?
0: No. Uh, what we really did was we took all 40 applications, put it on the post notes and threw it in a jar <laughs> and then just picked it out and like, it happened to be you three. Oh, all
2: right. Well, yeah, I think I
0: feel great about myself. Still <laughs> <laughs> so no, you yeah, guys I are mean, lucked out, I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> no. Do uh, you want to touch on that? Yeah, I, I mean. You, um, you're, you're the director of 200 arcs. So yeah, I mean, talent.
1: the wind blows different ways all the time, right? You have to adjust. Right. You have to adjust. Uh, we just were ready to use you guys as anything we needed to do on a daily basis, from architecture to visualization to marketing to systems to just overall office cleaning and building stuff. Uh, so, no, we, we had a rough vision that you guys would do a lot of different things. Uh, we knew that every day was going to be something different. And that's, I think, something that's yeah. very special about and it. And it was
0: also looking at you guys going, okay, yeah, he knows this. He has that background. He interned here. He didn't intern, but he seems like a good kid, right? Like, it was, it was a combination of a lot of things that, you know, play out to, you know, why you guys were successful this summer and why I think you were super excited about your jobs here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's a lot of it's gut feeling. Yeah. A lot of people, you know, they – Feel like they want to know everything, but I'll, like, I'll tell you a lot of decisions I make in this office aren't based on numbers, aren't based on financial implications or people implications. It's based on what I feel is right, and that's been a huge part to you know what we've been doing here. And I think you know with hiring you guys, it was the same way a little bit. We didn't know how it would work out. You know, we tried. To, we, had a good we had just had a good feeling about all three of you.
1: Yeah. There were other people that looked better. So on, we looked at 40
0: paper. people. We literally looked and at 40 people. I'll show you people. the resumes. Yeah.
1: and they all, knew, they all knew our software. They all had other experiences, but I guess just after meeting with the three of you, you guys just stuck it through. So here
2: you yeah. are now. Here you are. here you are.
3: What else? Nothing? That's it?
1: I was no. thinking, like, so I remember
3: yesterday uh, during – yeah, it was yesterday. Uh, during the team huddle, you yep. talked about uh, how – you're going to do a company retreat? Yeah. I like I laughed at that, but I I felt like you looked offended for a second. And I didn't I didn't mean to offend you, but it was I was so Oh, you don't offend me cuz I don't give a shit what people set. think. So <laughs> that's the other thing you'll learn about me. Perfect. <laughs> I just no. remember like I'm so surprised that that that's a priority right now because that's like honestly that's such a good like I'm happy that that's where your head is in terms of like this is a ship that we're all kind of sailing with together. We need some time off. Well, it's not time
0: off. I think think you're misinterpreting what a retreat is. A retreat, yeah, there's, you know, we'll have fun, but it's also like taking all 20 some people in this office and putting them in a room together on an even speaking platform (laughs) going, this is where we're heading. What are you thinking? At the same time, right? And it's building and and identifying where we're going to head over this next year and making sure that everyone understands that vision that needs to be accomplished in that year and seeing if any of them have other better ideas on how to solve things. Me, I don't, I don't hire you because I'm going to tell you what to do. I need you to tell me what to do and the best way to do it. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's, that's part of the retreat and getting everyone out there, team building, you know, learning more about each other. It's, it's, it's more than just, Hey, having fun, right. you know, and, uh, it's, it's getting ready to head there. When, when, um, when Steve jobs was building, uh, So C-Jobs got fired from Apple, and then he was building his company Next that eventually started Pixar and all that. They were having 90-day retreats. Every 90 days, their entire office staff of, like, 30 people were going up in the middle of the woods uh, to a mansion on a lake and fucking sitting in a big-ass family room with a whiteboard, identifying how over the next 18 months they were going to put out this computer product that was going to revolutionize the way kids learned in school. Mm. And they fucking did it. (laughs) And that's... but. That wouldn't have happened if every that whole team wasn't laser focused on what to do. If we have a vision here and you're off looking at, at uh, how to become the next bodybuilder, right? You're not really aligned with our vision here, right? It's same, same. you know, it could be even, you know, one of the art guys thinking that he wants to design football stadiums. But that's not going to be where we're heading. So it's making sure everyone's aligned, everyone's focused. And if we're not, let's figure out a way to get everyone aligned or if there's a better place for you. Yeah. And that's, that's all it ever is.
1: There's a great... I'd recommend all three of you guys reading Creativity, Inc. by Ed Catmull, who's a co-founder of Pixar. Because he talks a lot about office culture, talks a lot about those times in the 80s and 90s, and obviously Steve Jobs is a big part of that book. Um, But the the last chapter in that book is called Notes Day. And it was a recent retreat, kind of. Literally, they closed the office completely, and all, I believe, 300, 400 employees went on different uh, kind of workshops, that related to different aspects of where Pixar was heading as a company. So you had uh, accounting people sitting next to animation people all in one meeting about uh, storytelling. You know what I mean? That sort of collaboration that, that they have has kind of stemmed into what we do here. And that's where I think you guys just need to keep looking for you know, How do you add value to the company? How does the company add value to you? And really, you just gotta shut down and do it. You know, that's kind of why a retreat has to happen. Yeah. You know, go out into a different environment, you know, get everybody on the same wavelength. That's what it's really for. Mm-hmm. Anybody else? That's what I got. That's what you got. Well, that's so cool. uh yeah, thank you, thank <coughs> you Thanks guys. For your time. Yeah, thank you guys for being here, the sweat and the time. And obviously, uh, you know, we're really excited to see you guys grow as individuals and hopefully have you back
0: yeah, for episode keep, one.
1: Keep. 250?
0: I don't know. 250. <laughs> something, something along those lines. Just keep up the good work, keep learning, keep getting better. Yeah, yeah.
1: Never oh,
3: oh, oh, I do want to... Okay, so... so one last question. I'm sorry, you're going to be a design professor for the first time. I am. And you're teaching design three? Design three. Uh, what makes you feel you're better suited for design three than like a business management course? Uh, they just. That's what they asked
0: me to teach. I think the one thing that I can definitely do to these kids is help them with the skill sets that's required to be a good designer, right? The mentality of what it actually takes to be successful in the industry. Mm -hmm. I mean, everyone has their own version of success, right? Some people are gonna be happy if they're a, a, you know, B-level or A-level designer at a really talented firm. Like that's pinnacle of success for them. You know, for me, um, I don't even feel successful yet. I'm kind of really short of where I am trying to get to. So just kind of, I think, giving them that understanding of like anything's really possible. And if you shoot high, you know, if you, if you want to be a top designer, well, you can't be satisfied with that elevation because of this, this, and this. Right. So giving them that level, I think of oversight, you know, I can definitely bring that. And then yeah, could I teach a business course? Oh, of course. I think I could teach it better than anyone there. Um, just because of what I've learned and what I've accomplished at a young age, right. Not to (coughs) boost myself, but like, I know what a statement of cash flows looks like. Do you know what a statement of cash flows is? I don't know what that is. I went to school for architecture. Me neither. Right? I didn't know what it was two years ago until it actually became important and relevant to understand it's essentially the cash flow that comes in and out of the business and how it affects on week to week stress levels in the office from my standpoint, but also how the company's going to grow and projecting that out so we can take on more cool projects or spend time doing competition
1: work. It's all
0: relative. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what.
1: You would be probably, I would, you would be my favorite design professor. You know why? why because you give it to me straight
0: mm-hmm. well that's true too and yeah. you know what
1: that's the biggest thing i see with foundational level design studios where the teachers aren't mean enough to really give it to them straight. it's not even i'm gonna be it's mean. Not, it's not I mean i'm it's never about mean. it's I'm about, mean. It's about, about being re- it's about being real yeah. you know if somebody says they're going to be the next zaha Hadid, show me show me how you're gonna be zaha Hadid. well
0: that was that was tyler i'm gonna we'll get tyler on here because tyler would be a good one to have too but tyler yeah. you know right. i saw him when he was in Design one or two, and you know, I knew you know, he's a rock star, you know, he's just like dominating everyone in his level, right? He's you know, I went to his class, it was like very clear that that was Tyler's project, and everyone else didn't look like they started yet, and it was just like, okay, and you know, I respect that about him because he's super talented. But I'm like, let me improve you, you're already operating at a D3, D4 level, like. All right, well, let's talk D8, D10. And that's that's the perspective I can give to him. He thinks he's really good right now, but why not try to get even better quicker? Mm-hmm. he's going to hit every rung that quickly, like keep going. Yeah. And that's what I brought to him. And he respected it. And he literally, every time I talked to him, he's like, dude, I'll never forget that day you came in and just tore me apart. <laughs> but they need, you they need but to get
1: better. I think back to you, who did you talk about well in this podcast tonight from Design 2?
0: Oh, my professor. John Gwynn. Yeah, John Gwynn. John Gwynn, he's the head. Of, I haven't talked to him in a little while. Last time I checked, he was... Uh, he's the head designer for Urban Outfitters. He travels around the world fitting out Urban <coughs> Outfitter stores.
1: But um, from just from my perspective, I didn't have him. I had I had Donald Dunham, who, yep. who also kind of whipped me into shape in D2. But, you know, it was all about quality and pushing yourself to the max you can get to. Mm-hmm. You learn that first year. Yep. That's so much more important than learning it at fourth and fifth year. You yeah, know what correct. I mean? Because you're kind of in your ways at that point. That's why I'm excited for you, Brian, mm-hmm. to do foundational level design. Yep. That's why I'm excited about continuing to do second year Viz classes. And then kind of set the tone for their whole college career. Is that when, that's when it matters. That's when it matters yeah. the most, you know, because that literally is like your blueprint to yeah. how you're going to approach and your. I, and
0: back to your comment about business, I feel like I can get people to like. I'll tell you right now, I was in a business class, Alan Hoffman. I'll never forget. It. He'd be a good person on this podcast. I'm going to get him on here. Um, it was, in, I guess, it was fifth year professional management one. You know, I'm looking around and fucking half the class is sleeping yeah, like this. Literally, it's was my most excited class. I was fucking going in there. This guy did. he worked off a book a little bit but he was just telling stories about and I don't think people realize who he actually was but his firm was did city hall renovation. Like, It was a big shit his firm yeah. did and no one took it seriously. It was, like, oh, it was just a good time to sleep because I'm so ingrained in this and I was like jacked up to go to his class and I fucking sat front row and I just absorbed all his knowledge and we still work with him today. He's, he's a friend of mine. We work for a firm he works at like It's just how what excites you. And I think I can make a bigger impact being a D3 professor than I could be in business because I'd rather those kids be excited when they get to fifth year and understanding the holistic approach to what this industry is really about. Because honestly, at the end of the day, architecture is important, but it's a fucking pimple on the ass of real estate. It really is. It's just a part of the equation. It's a very important part. We base architecture as the heart of our organization, but you also need the fucking kidney. You mm-hmm. need the legs, right. you need your arms, right? You need other pieces of the body. The heart is very important. It keeps everything going,
2: mm-hmm.
0: but the hearts by itself is irrelevant too, because right. what's it doing? Right. So, and that's, that's, I think, what a lot of kids don't understand when they're in school. Like, oh, I am this architect. It doesn't matter, Got to think that, outside. right? That rendering looks beautiful, and I wish that was the way it was gonna be, but now there's a nine and a half foot drop ceiling over top of it, right? It's just the reality of the situation, the holistic sense of how to get that thing built. And I think bringing that to a foundation studio in a conceptual way, I think these kids are going to have a blast. Yeah, yeah I agree. It <laughs> might be frustrated with me at first, but I think they'll, they'll respect it and want to just learn more. Like See. Back to John Gwynn, I'll never forget too what he told me. He goes, you should just go to business school remember- and sell Skittles. That's what he told me, quote for quote. You should go to business school and just sell Skittles. <laughs> quote for I mean No, you're right. And it's a joke. My friends still make fun of me about it. But I was like, you know, that is uh I respect that. And guess what he said at the end of the year when I put up an 18 inch by 35 foot presentation board on 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 Mylar, hand done. He's like, I was wrong about you. <laughs> and then literally I, I still have that pre- I should bring that in the office and put it around. But uh he he pushed me to get better and and I you know that was the first professor that actually made an impact in what I did, and then I made sure to pick the professors moving forward that I knew would give me the most that. amount of impact. I, ever mm-hmm. since
1: that, because I remember we were close. I remember that and like different names. We're like, oh, you got, you're getting that guy, this guy, whatever. You know, that was a big, big thing. Look to be challenged every yeah. year. You know, go for those hard classes. Go yeah. for the hard
0: professors. Yeah, most kids want to avoid them and just yeah. flow through, but guess what? They're going to get hit in the face with life. Yeah, you can't flow sure. through life. You can't get the job unless you're that good. Especially with automation and everything, you're only going to have the top-level designers in firms. The other people are going to get automated out, unfortunately.
3: Uh, specifically at our school, we, we've lost the ability to pick our professors ahead of time. Really? Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's mixed feelings. because of us. <laughs> <laughs> so that being said, what do you guys recommend uh, as an appropriate workflow for challenging a professor to challenge you?
0: I think just doing what, what the professor says and trying to reverse it. And challenge the professor back yeah right if the professor tells you you need two models built out of this we'll figure out a way to build it out of that and then something else that kind of flips the script mm-hmm. right you know i think just that tension to push back that's that's what makes projects successful right mm-hmm. and uh you I th- know
1: i think during the studio because once you're in the studio you can't get out of it pretty much right but that's always picturing that it's your project with the professor you know and how is he adding value to your project mm-hmm. but also what are you learning from that into your next one so just keep challenging him from like, what do you why are we doing this? Yeah, I think it, I think it was like once I had a
0: good grip on internships, like I, I was fortunate enough, you know, kinda of like yourself, Derek, like I had an internship my second year, third year, fourth year, fifth year. And I was in a firm up in New York. Um I got a, I, I got an internship up at 390 Broadway <laughs> and Canal Street after my second year. And uh I was commuting up to New York from Central Jersey every day and it was like big times, you know, like guy that like ran a pretty good design build firm and was like doing high-end design build jobs in New York City after that time like I, I honestly didn't like it I was literally going up there and running for coffee running computers around but I like at least got to see the culture and environment in the office and I like respected what was going on I respected when he would when I'd get to interface with him even if it was like for 10 seconds like oh that looks good and he'd like <laughs> move over I, I then started treating my studio professors like they were my boss in a way and then trying to prove to my boss that like I was not an associate, I should be a senior associate, right? Like starting to take the approach of like, how do you work your way up in a Mm -hmm. corporate or typical architecture firm? Not trying to be the teacher's pet by any means, but like, if he asked for three models, I was showing up with five, Mm -hmm. right? Like, or if he asked for this, like, well, I did that, but look what else I did, right? And that was kind of the approach I took from then on moving forward. Um, that's yeah that's that's the my favorite my-, my
1: favorite teachers, my most meaningful teachers were the ones that challenged me the most, not just in college, my entire life. and you know I hope that you guys will remember us as we challenged you uh, and then obviously look at your career <coughs> in school and who challenged you from a foundational level keep them as mentors you know mm-hmm. just can stay in communication with them and then just absorb, 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 stay a sponge as long
2: as you can. Yeah.
0: Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to our podcast. We really hope you enjoyed it. Um, If you wouldn't mind sharing this with someone, it would mean the world to us. You can reach out to us at thenewhowpodcast.com. Thank you so much for listening. And we really hope you got a lot of value out of this episode that you're going to put towards your business and real estate endeavors.